In this week's parsha, we read where Avram and his wife Sarah are about to enter Mitzrayim, and he tells her, "Imri na achosiat, please tell the Egyptians that you are my sister. Laman yitavli bavurech, so they will do good for me." And Rashi adds, "Yitnu li matanis, so they will shower me with gifts." So how do we understand this statement? Avram, the quintessential Balchesed, a man of truth and honesty and integrity, would ask someone to lie on his behalf so that it can be beneficial for him? So to understand the depth and the profundity of Avram Avinu's request, I'd like to share with you an extremely powerful thought from the Balatanya. So we know the linguistic style of Shir Hashirim is a love poem between Kal Yisrael and the Rabbi Nishlanim, where we express our deepest love for Hashem and He reciprocates those feelings towards us. In Perik Dalet, Shloim HaMelech says, My Yofu Dodaich, how beautiful my beloved, Achoisi Kala, my sister, my bride. So Achoisi Kala is paradoxical. If you think about it, the love and affection one has for a sibling versus the love one has for a bride are totally different. They're antithetical to each other. So what did Shloim HaMelech mean when he said Achoisi Kala? So the Balatanya says something very profound. There are two types of loves. They don't compete with each other. They don't contradict each other. They take up separate places in the heart. One is a have that's nimshal kamayim, a love that's similar to water. For example, a love that one has for a sibling, that is comparable to water. It's stable, it's continuous, consistent, and eternal. However, no one seeks to improve or to enhance that love. It's just there. It's steady, it's ongoing, it's non-stop. Then, there's a love that's nimshal ka'esh, similar to fire. And that's a spousal relationship. It's fiery, intense, and passionate. Why is that? Because that's the love that they chose, not one that was already there. However, that love is highly unpredictable because a flame, if not maintained properly, can be dangerous, it can be destructive, or even worse, it can be extinguished. Says the Balatanya, this is what the Pasuk is telling us. How beautiful and beloved when there's both types of loves, achoisi and kala. Our mission is to try to develop and cultivate this dual aspect of the relationship that we have with Hashem. The achoisi relationship and the kala relationship. Our mission is to develop a relationship with the Rabbi that encompasses both of these phenomena. Sometimes we feel a closeness and a passion and a connection to Hashem. That's the relationship we aspire to have. And that's fiery and passionate, a color-type relationship. But then there are times when we feel disconnected and distant. We don't feel the passion. We don't feel the desire to be close. In those times, we still need to have the hava that's compared to water relationship, the achoisi, continuous, consistent connection to fall back on. So based on this idea from the Balatanya, we can now understand the command of Ram told Sarah before they entered Mitzrayim. Avram told Sarah, we are now embarking on a very chaotic and tumultuous phase in our marriage, when the fire aspect, the color facet of our relationship will be tested, because we'll be under severe pressure and duress from the Egyptians. So Avram tells Sarah, remember, you are also my sister. We also have that that sibling consistent relationship, and that is continuous. That part of our relationship can never be severed. And perhaps that is why Chazal instituted the concept of tefillah three times a day. So even on days when we don't feel the warmth, we don't feel the passion, the havashal esh, we are still obligated to connect to Hashem in some way, 
in a mayim consistent type of way, so we don't lose that close bond we forge with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's a story told about this American Bacher, a very smart boy, that went to Etz Yisrael to learn in the mirror. He was very matzliach. After he returned to the States, he went to college, he got married and went to law school. He passed the bar and quickly became a very successful lawyer. About five years later, he shows up one day in the mirror and now looks like a changed man. He's wearing a sharp suit and designer shoes and sunglasses. And he approaches his rabbi, Reb Nissen Kaplan, and he tells him, I need to speak to you outside of the Basmedrash. He tells him, Rebbe, I'm married for five years. I don't have any children. Please tell me what Kabbalah I can take on to be Zoichet to have a child. And Reb Nissen says, let me ask you something. Now that you're this hotshot lawyer, do you daven every day with a minion? And he says, Rebbe, because I'm constantly eating out at night or traveling with my clients or with my wife, I hardly ever daven marav with a minion. So he tells him, if you take on to daven marav every night with a minion, and that's chus, you'll be blessed with a child. Nine months later, Abnissen gets a call from this Talmud. Rebbe, I'm in the hospital. My wife is in labor. Since we spoke, I never missed marav with a minion. Should I leave her now and find a minion? He says, yes. And that's chus, everything will go smoothly. He goes to shul, he davens marav, he comes back, and shortly thereafter, mazel tov. It's a boy. His wife says, I'd like to name our son Yaakov after my grandfather. And he says, sure, Yaakov it is. Then he thinks about it for a moment. Of course, Yaakov. Yaakov Avinu is the one that was misakant Phyllis Marav. By constantly davening and maintaining a continuous connection with Hashem at all times, then of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu values that relationship and He will reward us with all of His brachas. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.